because we're getting Discourse, a podcast that explores multiple perspectives to think deeply and connect honestly with each other. I am Tamina Kondeker, GBC Nursing student, semester one, and my friend. And I am Miriam Samson. I also go to George Brown College and I'm a nursing student, first year. On the agenda today, we are discussing the issue of women's pain. Our goal is to inform general public about how our healthcare system fails to recognize women's pain. The texts we are going to be analyzing are I was pregnant and is and in crisis. All the doctors and nurses saw was an incompetent black woman by Tracy McMillan Cotton. And I will be analyze I will be analyzing our sister Becky. What if the doctors had listened to her by Kate Kate Baton? So let's start to discuss about our text sure. from your perspective why is the contentious issue important worth discussing uh, after analyzing my text the contentious issue is important to discuss uh, and worth discussing because it helps raise awareness about what females encounter in the society especially healthcare system uh, and would you if you don't mind can you say why you think this issue is um, contentious and important to me i think women are nonetheless than men so they deserve fair treatment because uh, in both the text the women are treated very unfairly mm-hmm. and they are discriminated and they are not like they are not accepted by the healthcare system at some uh, like which is a big issue so that's that is what i think is important sure i agree with you what discussing yeah. Uh, uh explain to the extent that you're comfortable why did you already know about the, what did you already know about the issue before reading the text um what attracted me to this issue women's pain in particular my own text which i'm analyzing our sister becky what if the doctors have listened to her is because of the daily discrimination women face in society um the issue hits home for me for example in a for employers they mostly don't hire females because you know they're afraid that a woman is going to eventually want to start a home um she's going to get pregnant and she's going to leave the company so they hire, tend to hire more males than females and it's really surprising to see even this happening in the healthcare system that women are not being properly cared for so that's why this attracted me this is why I'm attracted to this issue so to me this text was uh, uh uh to me the text deals with women's pain issue uh 
but mine is more uh, complex because it it doesn't only deals with uh, women discrimination yeah. but also racism mm-hmm. so and you can say it by the title because it in, uh, it says a black uh, incompetent black women yeah so that's, so that's harsh. yeah so what were you hoping to learn from that text or oh, like i was hoping to learn from the text um you know why this discriminations occur in the health place which is you know the last place i expected to be and also um being that this article is from um it's about becky who is a canadian i definitely did not expect such um discrimination to happen in the hospital here in Canada as a developed country so so to me i wanted to learn about how women are neglected uh, even if they are in, in intense life threatening situation to me i think it's more important to treat them rather than to go by go and like treat them unfair because they're black or they're uh, right. female okay so um um moving on i would like to ask you to please summarize uh your text by explaining the purpose and uh main message you got from this um this uh this text is about uh, a black woman who go who who is in her fourth month of pregnancy and was uh and was experiencing spotting bleeding mm-hmm. which she thought was uh like something important to get get medical attention so she went up to the clinic and uh, and she was spotting and she was like leaving spot in the chair or chair so and then like you know the nurse didn't take her seriously even if, like and then she went to a private room and then it took really longer time for the doctor to come in and when the doctor comes in he really didn't assess her well mm-hmm. and and labeled her saying that you know you're fat and that's very normal that you're yeah. going to have a spotting bleeding and so and and told her to go back home even in that uh, life threatening bleeding condition she can bleed to that but she went back home and patiently she waited and then she was having buttocks cramps she called the nursing line and then the nurse said like you know i think you're having constipation this and that like every time they wouldn't assess her well just because she's black she, they would like you know just want to finish it up in a way you know they don't want to give her a proper medical yeah. attention and just wind they it up they rush everything yes yeah. yeah and uh, and uh, now you tell me what your text sure so my text uh is about a female whose name is Becky She's in her 30s and she suffered from uh, cervical cancer and later on she died as a result of a misdiagnosis and lack of um, preventive or proactive healthcare. The purpose of this um this text or article is to raise awareness on sexism discrimination in the healthcare more specifically. Okay. Yeah, I forgot to mention the tiny part where you know like in my text the lady she 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 went for like uh, for delivery of her baby yeah. and she, and she got her baby in her hand and after soon after within couple of minutes she lost her baby mm-hmm. and then and when she asked like what happened what was the complication and stuff like that the nurse said like you know 
you weren't confident enough to explain your contraction. That's why this all happened. Well, how is she supposed to know? She's not a healthcare physician. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, and now we're gonna discuss this text further. Sure. Explain how the author demonstrates that the issues are taking through is contentious according to the Zimmerman and Robertson's definition. Sure. The author uh, demonstrates that the issue is uh, the issues are sorry, the author demonstrates that the issue they are thinking through is continuous, contentious, sorry, because it's very important to discuss as it involves the interest of the general public. It's not just about one person. This is about women in general. We are, you know, fighting as a group. We want better as a group. So it's not just a one-man fight. This is a we're all in this together type of yes. fight. It, Women must stand up against, you know, discrimination. We're doing yes. this together. So I think um, speaks the further right. demonstrates that. You mean to say they speaks they they want to stand up for their right? Yes. Okay. So how much you uh so moving on to the next question, sure. how much uh, how might you have uh um, how might have your social location influenced your understanding and interpretation of the text? My social location has influenced my understanding and interpretation of the text through my own experience. I am an African Canadian woman, and uh, where I hail from, women are you know labeled as fragile or weak or as your article says incompetent, and it makes it worse that a I'm a woman and b even worse I am black, so I face this discrimination all the time, you know, it's not just about, this is about sexism and racism both. And my social location has definitely influenced my understanding because I've experienced this myself. And how about you? What would you say about your social location? I am a lady from uh, South Asia. Uh, like I am um, a Bangladeshi Canadian. Mm -hmm. So, like I, I come from a background where women's are often dis discriminated and uh, considered as weaker sex, and they are dominated by the males right. of the society, where they tend to take all the decisions of the female's life, where it, when it comes to education, healthcare, pregnancy, everything. So, like, so, so uh, as I moved to Canada, I thought it would be lot different scenario yeah. but but it, it's pretty alarming for me to learn for, that for you to see this type of um, discrimination yeah here. it's really surprising because you know this is not an underdeveloped country it's you know very much developed and everyone here is supposed to be educated and Canada is even ranked you know amongst one of the best countries that provides health care so it's really surprising when you see this, you know, situation happening to women around the country. Yeah. And especially, like, what, what surprises me is the healthcare professionals are quite educated. Mm -hmm. So they shouldn't have that bias on sex and race. But still, it's like, it's always there yeah. in every corner of the world, as long as North America. So that is pretty alarming to me. Yeah, it is, definitely. Um, I would like to ask you, as a reader, how... When and where did the author use rhetorical strategies, you know, e.g. logos, ethos, and pathos, to get your attention, for you to, t uh, for you, to you know, understand or 
uh, assimilate this information from the article. Oh, so in my article, there are uh, like uh, quite a lot of logos uh, where uh, it says about the statistics from uh, centers of disease control and prevention uh, that the black women's uh, uh, are 243% more likely to die from pregnancy right. uh, for childbirth issues. And then again, there's other part of statistics where it says that black babies in the United States dies at just over two times the rate of white babies in the first year of their life. Mm -hmm. And this was by uh, the, uh, the gynecologist at Wexner Medical Center at Ohio University. Then again, uh, there are uh, like a uh, couple of uh, ethos where I was able to connect to the story where she, she was discriminated by the doctor by saying that you are you are you are bleeding because you are fat. Really? Yeah. So that was like those are the logical connection that I got. Like you know the discrimination was mm -hmm. intense, and she waited, and she waited, waited, waited. It took. Uh, it took like and it took three eternities for the anesthesiologist to arrive mm -hmm. and give her epidural. Yeah. So those are those ethical connections that I could make with the uh, with the text. Right. And then again, there were uh, like in the in the very first in the very beginning of the story, um, there were like this pathos where she says, "I never felt more incompetent than when I was pregnant." So this line itself speaks for the whole mm -hmm. story that, you know, there was, she she felt terrible because right. she wasn't pregnant. She should be more happy about getting the baby You're right. and being happy no about the pregnancy. No one should be put in this sort this of, kind situation. of situation. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Okay. Um, from my own, you know, from my own text, I, the author uses ethos in this text to express her emotions to help the audience better and deeply connect with her emotion as well. Um, an example on the, is on the last page of the essay of the article that says Becky would have lived for for only twenty months. Um, if you've never seen if you've never seen someone die from cancer up close, can I put can I put the words to you? The pain she endured broke everyone. Um, we went all help. We were all helpless. The organs around the cancer became obstructed and began to feel. One of us might have helped. One one of us might might hold her hand as she screamed in unbearable pain. So this sentence, this paragraph, I just you know explained or read out to you, creates imagery for me it creates you know i can see a visual representation of what the person is going through in the story for example you know you can understand that she must have been going through a lot of pain to you know have to hold your hands when she's screaming when she screamed and um talking about the organs and how difficult it was on the family it makes me feel very emotional for her i can relate it makes it very relatable because it's all based on emotion, and by she using her emotions, it really captures mine too. 
So what I think, like my my text is more evidence based and which has more logos and ethos, whereas yours has more emotion right. emotion wrapping to mm-hmm. it. That's why you have the better image. Right. It's like it's a contrast between yeah. ethos and pathos. Okay. So next, moving on to the next question. Yeah. Compare and evaluate the two texts. Which of the two texts do you find more convincing, and why do you, and uh, and how does the author use rhetorical strategies? And you agree, and why do you agree, and why you don't sure. agree? So I agree more with the your article, your text, which is um, I was pregnant in crisis, um, because it covers the rhetorical strategies, which includes logos, ethos, and pathos. I I can see all three in from your text. Um, for pathos, for example, the story is logical as it's it has or it gives statistics and evidence based description. For example, when you said when you read out that most you know black babies die as a result of you know so so so, um, that's evidence based and it's very true. Um, and for ethos, I would like to say that. The emotion also, you know, what she was going through in the hospital. Also, I really enjoyed how she, you know, how how it was described that there was a white lady in the hospital as well who was slimmer than she is, but she wasn't discriminated. Each time she came to see the healthcare providers, they would welcome her with open arms. But in her case, it was different. She was stared at, she was incompetent, as they say, as they said, and... That really, you know, I connect with your article better than mine because mine, I feel, is just, you know, ethos and it's kind of, I would say, biased because it's only about the story. It's only about what happened to that one person she's talking about. But this one has to do with, you know, how everyone else is viewed. And there's contrast, comparison between the white person there and the black person as well which gives a better understanding to the audience. Yeah. Uh, so what I've understood from you uh, that you said, like, you know, it's not only about women, it's also about about color, racism, mm-hmm. and, and racism and sexism yeah. issue going hand on hand. And then again, it was more, it was more uh, backed up by, like, uh, evidence-based, uh, evidence-based uh, ideas. Right and uh, ethos and pathos that's why you connect more to this yes I and same thing that is you same agree thing as well I agree as sure well. yeah and now that you have learned about uh, about some of the diverse perspective of experts what they say about the issue what is your opinion on the issue my personal opinion on the issue is healthcare should be you know readily available for everyone regardless of social location, being age, gender, race, or even status. How about you? What would you say? Uh, I would say uh, same thing, pretty much, but in a different in a different manner, that I believe that medical system should be provide should provide fair treatments to women and they are not weaker sex. They are imp- are equally important right. as men in our society. We should all be seen as equals. Equality. There yeah. should be equality in in medical system in every manner. And also, I would like to add that for healthcare providers listening to our podcast, 
they should also realize that, you know, being a healthcare provider, it's an honor. It's a noble um, industry to be in. Uh, you and I, we're both nursing students, and we, you know, one day hope to work in healthcare facilities where we can help people get better. My goal is to treat everyone as, you know, right as possible with ethics and making everyone feel, which is, no one goes to a hospital because, you know, they just want to stay there. If people are there, it's because they need help. So I feel like that's what health care providers should be doing, providing help, assisting, you know, patients and not make them feel even worse than they came, but instead yeah. better than they came. Exactly. I, I do believe in you. And I do I appreciate the way you, you said it. Yeah, as a nurse, I think we should all uh, like keep our biases to ourselves right. and our point of view and ideas. And we should treat all our patients equally. Yeah. And we always want to make sure their health status is not in the best form. That's mm-hmm. why we are here. So if you are if you are being uh, like like showing off racism and showing off sexism to them, yeah, that means we are creating more stress on them, right. and they and stress leads to more health dif- disasters. More, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I, we would always try to make sure that our patient feels best when they are in. So would you say you agree with me when I say healthcare providers should just do the job and forget about their biases? Yes, obviously. As long as you're in the healthcare, you know, in the healthcare setting, just provide care without being judgmental. Yeah. The way, you know, the people in this article, the healthcare providers in this article were very judgmental from what you said, like the doctor calling her fat, that's why she's bleeding. Or, for example, my own uh, text where she kept going back and forth with the physicians and it was at the final stage when it was very fatal that you finally found a solution for her. Yeah, and for my article where it says, like, you know, that uh, she, at the, at, the, at the end, when she was delivering her baby, yeah. she couldn't enjoy the togetherness of the baby. Before that, she, she, she like, the baby died, mm-hmm. and she was sad. Instead of, like, you know, supporting her emotionally, the nurse came up and said that, you know, you weren't competent enough to right. explain your contraction. That's why this all happened. But how is she supposed to know that? You're the healthcare provider. Yeah, you should exactly. be the one telling me yeah, what's wrong with Yeah, they kept on labeling her like in a different way just yeah. because she was enduring all the negative things mm-hmm. from the healthcare system because she was poor, because she thinks she needs medical assistance right. and she have to go through all this to mm-hmm. do that. But you think if it was maybe someone with more status or even white? No, I don't think white? so. No? No. Okay. Um... In conclusion, I guess, we would like to leave the audience listening to our podcast with the, you know, food for thought. And I would like to say, should healthcare, um, should healthcare be provided based on social location, e.g. race, status, health, uh, sorry, e.g. race, status, sex, or based on humanity, compassion? Uh, Tamina, thank you for being on this podcast. We really, you know, had it was nice talking to you. I hope you also enjoyed, you know, listening to my own opinions and Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I totally appreciate your taking your thoughts and it was really great text to study on. Nice. Thank you. Nice meeting you again. You too.